0: Yeah, I mean, I think that the best interpretation is that it stayed the same. In fact, uh, you know, in, uh, the, the the survey would not see that as a statistically significant move. So we've stayed, we've stayed in the same position, which is, you know, I suppose better news than had we moved downwards. But uh, it still leaves us in the category of countries below the score of 50 who are perceived, were considered to have a serious corruption problem. So it's not a cause for complacency.
1: Not a cause for complacency, but uh, talk to us about these countries that you say we are ranked with. Who are they and why would we not want to be seen in that company?
0: Well, you know, be, be, not very far below us are, 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 com- are countries that, that uh Suffer from a degree of corruption that is going to be very, very difficult to turn around. I mean, there are nobody knows exactly where the tipping point is, and I think it's different for different countries. But there are places one can go to that you can't come back from. You know, and one particularly interesting country I think on that list is uh, is, is Russia with a score I think of 29 and the placing of about a. One hundred and thirty one now this is not a place that you can come back from, and I think South Africans need to be worried at rumors that they are our fav- favored partner in this huge uh, um, p- possible the nuclear uh, procurement deal. Uh, you know I think you get involved in a public procurement like that with a country in that position on the Transparency International Index, given that that's an industry that is notorious for corruption anyway, you really are inviting a a degree of corruption into this country that we have not yet experienced. So we're we're doing better than our BRIC partners, BRICS partners. We're about seventh in the list of sub-Saharan African countries, which is interesting. You know how many people sit around their dinner. Tables wailing that if we don't get things right, we'll go the rest of way of the rest of Africa. Well, there are several countries in the rest of Africa that are doing a whole lot better than us, and that should be our role models, not our our fear. So, so yes, I, you know, I suppose the good news is we haven't gone any further. But uh, you know, I think if last year they had measured the resistance to corruption, that would have shown to have grown enormously. And I think that accounts for the fact that, uh, that we haven't gone down any, any further than we did. The resistance has been growing over a number of years, and it's really at a very high point now.
1: So uh, apart from that resistance, what else do you think can be done better as a country for that score to improve?
0: Well, you know, the, the, you know that's a big question, and there are big things that can be done, and there are smaller things that can be done. I, I, you know, I think that the the really big problem is the constant demonstration that if you have political power and wealth, you can get away with almost anything. So it's a problem of impunity, of no consequences. And one of the reasons why there are no consequences is that the, the Hawks and the NPA, it seems their, their, their leadership is unstable. Uh, there's constant conflict in the leadership of those organizations, and they appear to be deeply compromised as well. You know, and it's maybe not surprising in a country where, uh, you know, the ruling elite have reasons to fear an independent uh, law enforcement authority and an independent prosecutorial authority that they would be the most compromised institutions, but I think that's the real, that's the big problem. I mean, the, you know, we could tighten up our procurement procedures, we could t- tighten up our employment procedures, our recruitment procedures in the, in the public service, but the big problem is impunity and, uh, and chaos and evidence of corruption in those organizations that are meant to meet out the consequences for corruption.
1: Well, David Lewis, thanks so much uh, for that Uh, That was the Executive Director of Corruption Watch David Lewis talking to us about uh, their reaction to uh, the uh, public perception uh, public sector perception on corruption in South Africa, which has gone up uh, to uh, 44 uh, 45 from 44 in 2015, and of course uh, just uh, to bring some clarity the scale there is from 0 to uh, to 100, and uh, 0 being uh, most corrupt, and you know, 100 uh, the country perceived to be very clean. So we came up with a score of uh, 45. And uh, David did indicate that we were number seven on that list. The countries above us on the continent, uh, number one is Botswana, number two Cape Verde, uh, three Mauritius, and then Rwanda, Namibia, uh, Sao Tome and Príncipe, and uh, Senegal uh, joined with us on seven. So those are the countries faring better than us in uh, the corruption perception, public uh, perception perception.